Welcome, I'm Gary Parr, Editorial Director of Efficient Plant Magazine, and with me this time is Natalie Marcotte, who is the Senior Vice President of Schneider Electric and President of Schneider Electric's Process Automation Business. Natalie, welcome. Thank you. I mean, really excited to, to be here today. Yes, this, uh, the topic this time is the human side of Industry 4.0, and this all came, I was at a recent Schneider Electric event, and you were part of a panel discussion. And of course, it's it's always the software and edge computing and cybersecurity and all those things. And then you brought up the human side. You started talking, what about the people? And I, I really wanted to jump up right there and say, wait, let's stop. Can we just spend an hour talking about the human side of this whole Industry 4.0 movement? Because it seems to me it doesn't get enough attention and it is an incredibly critical component if people are going to be successful. Is that is that reading correct? Yes, definitely. I mean, we deal when we deal with uh, industry point four point zero, everybody gets super excited on technology. It's new and cool technology, but they don't realize that, you know, technology alone is not going to make it. So we always have to focus. We we look at three core element, people, process, and technology, and the, the, you know, the whole transformation will never be possible unless you address these three. And to your point, the people aspect usually is, is you know, people assume that, you know, people will get engaged, will will embrace this, and it's uh, it's new things, and, and but that's not the case. And we've learned it, uh, you know, implementing these change in our own factories, and we've been looking at, okay, why these uh, digital transformation fail and, and a lot of the time it's the lack of focus on the people and the under you know um, underestimating the change management effort that you have to either from the leadership level and obviously on the shop floor at the operator level at, you know all the people operating the, the process or or the machines or in different areas uh, of of the industry so yeah, well, and you, and you guys speak with a special kind of experience because you set up uh, Schneider Electric has more than one smart industry, smart factory plants that you set up in recent years. So you, you, you've lived it and uh, uh, you know what happens and what, what's good and what's bad when it comes to this. Yes, indeed. I mean, the approach we took was to, you know, implement a lot of these digital transformation within our own factory. Obviously, Schneider has over operated around the world around 170 factories from different kind and really was, okay, let's implement digital transformation so we can get the benefit out of it, obviously, for our own productivity internally, but also then we can apply these principles to our customers in many cases using our tools so it's been like okay let's you know eat our own food right. or and then then we can bring it to our clients and then we talk by experience to your point so we've done it in multiple factories at first these factory got recognized by the world economic forum as lighthouse for digital transformation and then in the phase two even as a you know they were also recognized for sustainability so the journey started on digital transformation and then evolved to you know, sustainability um, recognition. So, and more, I mean, this is obviously not a, you know, a, a, you know, static process or it's something you're, you know, this is an ongoing effort that we always look to improve and, you know, improve either, you know, sustainability, obviously, and, and uh, via digital transformation. Yeah, and yeah, sustainability, we could probably have another long conversation about that too, yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> 
But now, it, and, and that's the other point is this whole process, whether it's the technology or the people, is is not a one and done thing. It's it's a, a, a process. It's an ongoing journey, and and people need to approach it in that way. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's something where you have to put champion in place. You need the sponsorship from, uh, you know, senior uh, management uh, to make sure that this uh, transformation will be successful. And then eventually you'll get the engagement of, of the people and, and the employees. Because, I mean, we've, we've, when we started also and we've looked around and see why digital transformation fail, and, and a lot is, again, there's no focus on culture and, you know, and continuous improvement from the management side. There's lack of transparency. It's a top-down approach. You're not engaging the people. Um, you have limited site versus enterprise because at time you could do it from the enterprise level, but you're lacking the site experience. You're not empowering the people that will make this happen. And then, um, you know, again, it goes to my earlier point, come in and control. You think, oh, you do this, and but you, you know, this is a dual. It has to be back and forth with the people using these tools, implementing these tools. So we've seen that, you know, a lot of these common effort around the people make make will make a digital transformation fail. So we've seen it in some cases. I mean, when we did these implementation, we had lesson learns on ourselves, and where we were more successful, we were apply, applying principle along these as well. So. Mm -hmm. So that says to me culture, that, that you need to change your company culture if you're going to be successful uh, unless you have a collaborative, top-to-bottom, transparent culture already in place. Step one before you buy any sensors is, is to get your culture straightened out so that uh, everybody feels like they're part of the operation and feels like their input has meaning. Yes, Lynn, I think you need to engage the people so they can buy by the digital trust, especially your senior people that have the know-how of the, you know. It needs to be a mix of you need younger people that understand digital, that are, you know, their DNA was, they were raised around digital tool. And, but you need the domain expertise of your most experienced talent. And sometimes if you don't approach it to your point with the right culture, the right approach, your senior staff will be disengaged and threatened and they won't be willing to share information because they feel their role is, you know, will disappear and be replaced by, by, you know, digital tool. And, but that's not the case, what we want to do. And so you want to capture that knowledge and then make it more efficient, more digital, more enable, like you enable like them to be more efficient. And once they learn this, then they engage. So it's clear at the beginning of the journey, you need to make sure that they realize they know they see the value they bring to this whole transformation and not just the younger talent who have all these digital mindset and, and tools. So it's part of, you know, yes, changing the culture, but also reassuring this, this talent, this know-how that you have within your organization that it's good to share it, to collaborate, to work with, you know, with the people that are doing these transformations. And yeah, we've seen the result when you do it right. I mean, engagement goes up, productivities, we've seen it. We have, you know, in some of our factory, we've measured productivity of these people and, and productivity has, has gone up too. So uh, it's key that you do it correctly at the people level. Yeah, a, an old sage taught me long ago that uh, the top job, the primary job of a manager is to equip your workers to do their jobs well and get out of the way. And 
that uh, in most cases they will do uh, that and more if, uh, if they have the right tools. Yeah, exactly. It's almost to work yourself out of a job. Eh? Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, similar, similar thinking. But yes, exactly. You need to empower them. And, and, and yeah, in some cases, it's not been already the culture. And that's something you need to, to consider as you move forward. And when it comes to culture, uh, difference between young people and older people, uh, baby boomers, that, that group, or is it really, if you, if you do it right, it comes down to, uh, it doesn't matter how old they are, that um, uh, if your culture is good, everybody will engage. But I think, uh, it, uh, you know, the culture is good. You have the right start. But still, in, in the digital transformation, I, I like to call them experienced people. The experienced people, bring, <laughs> I like you that. know, what they bring, what they bring to, to the table is different. And, and everybody, you need to recognize the value of, of each of the players around the table. And then, you know, how they can contribute to this transformation. So when everybody sees, oh, this is, you know, my contribution, they feel way more comfortable. Even if you have an open culture and, you know, if, if somebody starts to feel insecure about their future, maybe they will not contribute or they will hold back. And so at the beginning, you need to make sure people are comfortable. This is your role. I mean, you, you know, you have the know-how. We count on you to help us. And this is, and then you also want to paint what the future will look like. So it's not like at the end of this transformation, you're out of a job. At the end of the transformation, we have a more efficient operation, a more sustainable operation, So what, which actually can be more competitive in the market, which is, so you have to paint the, the vision so that people see that at the end of the journey, their life is better and, and not that they're out of a job or they need to find something else. So in both, and it's true for, Young talent, it's 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 true for the more experienced talent as well. So, yeah, experience. I love that experienced uh, talent. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, many experienced people brought up uh, protect your job at all costs, uh, maintain your value to the company so that it's difficult for them to get rid of you. And when this kind of thinking comes along, Industry 4.0, that really goes against the grain because uh, you know. I need to need to protect my own little base of knowledge so that uh, that I'll have a job. And uh, yeah, that really is difficult. No, the, indeed. And, and I think they need to see it as well, that it will build on their existing knowledge. It's not because they share their talent that it's, you know, I think the digital will help them even find more insights and more to be more knowledgeable. And I think it's going to help them you know, improve or, or, or get even better at what they're doing, which is always, I mean, in any, anybody, it's, it's nice to see that, hey, I'm getting better, I'm improving, I'm learning something new, and that's where, you know, you're progressing, you know, in, in your role or in what you're doing, and you're being, you know, becoming more, and I think it's true for any, any type of role and any level of an organization. Yeah. Most, most organizations stumble when it comes to communication. Does Industry 4.0 require you to raise your communication game or in some cases simply put one in place? Uh, uh, it's, it's difficult for people, uh, corporations, especially as they get larger, to communicate. Yes, indeed, and you you always you're always wonder did the communication uh, you know make it through? Did it you know 
meet the objective and you know what so we've kind of put together some framework of engaging the people as well building teams that are involved at the site level and and it it does require a lot of people investment of time and i think that's some i've seen some executive being a bit scared saying oh you mean i have gonna i need to put all these people at every site and and but i mean on the short term yes there's a people investment but on the long term um i think you, you're gonna get the benefit but um yeah no communication is if you don't have a plan you need to put one in place and uh, you have to repeat repeat um <laughs> repeat interesting and i i we're we, that we're living through as well sometimes you don't know you don't know really the end game it's like you're starting the transformation and you know there's places where you okay say i'm gonna get benefit and and you know the team is there needs to be a trust that comes away as well because maybe they will ask you what's okay what's gonna happen to me or what's gonna happen to this and you know when we're done and in some cases you may not know all the details of the answer so there need to be a trust built uh, among the team member, which is also part of the communication because we don't have all the answers to maybe some someone could expect all the detailed answer, but you may not have it. So you need to make sure you you build a trust via communication saying, hey, if you don't know, you don't know, you be open, you don't know the answer. And if what you know, then, you know, you could share. But it's um, it's part of of the journey as well. Yeah, building that trust and keeping it. Uh, that's a challenge for for a lot of organizations. That's uh, that's tough, and that's yeah. You're right. Some people want all kinds of details. Some people just want a general guidance, and they're good to go. And you have to be able to ferret that out and and provide what you can. And uh, oftentimes, I think uh, the other side of that is is as you said, if you don't know, just say so. Just admit it. Uh, don't do a tap dance. Uh, people will then believe you and say, "All right, I'll ride with this till we do know and uh, make some decisions." Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think honestly, I've been visiting client recently and talking about digital, and many of them told me, "Oh, technology is is almost like they said technology is easy." <laughs> but people is, is the not, you know, and also you deal with the various cultures. So if you have an enterprise that have you know, plants around the world. And obviously you have to deal with different culture and how they will implement the transformation, how you, they trust senior management, how, you know, the top-down culture versus a more collaborative, depending on the various cultures. So it's also part of, of what you have to put, while technology may be more common, you know, a given technology, you know, should operate the same wherever it is, but right. the people aspect may have different, you know, uh, different twist to it so yeah if you're a global operation oh boy that uh, the different cultures and understanding oh that's got to be an incredible challenge that's why it's key that you work with your various side um you know in in um in schneider we have a terminology terminology called a uh, global so we we're a global company that you know uh, operate locally so it's key that you know in every yes we have core things that we share on a global level so you're more efficient but you have to realize that either with your customer your end user with our own factories you know these technology needs to operate locally with people that are local um in the in a given uh, territory or yeah. region or country so have you found that uh, younger people uh, 
take more to this industry 4.0 world uh, are more receptive faster than uh, experienced workers or does it does that really not make any difference if it's handled right no, I would say, I mean, again, as I stated, you have to see, show the value that the young generation, but, and I think that's, that was the case, even I, I'm, I'm part of the more experienced uh, talent. <laughs> <laughs> when you're younger and we were all the same, you don't, you don't, you don't feel the risk or anything. It's not like, oh, we've tried this before and it didn't work. You don't have this, this, this baggage that you carry with you in terms of knowing and know-how and that the young talent will you know, be excited and jump. And so I think it's a balancing act between the energy and the enthusiasm and say, hey, how do we frame this? So we also apply some of the learning and then, and then you know, bring the tools properly. So I think you still have to, you know, in the team, everybody understand their value, what they bring, and then also make sure that, and you have in some cases to work with the experienced talent to make sure, hey, you know, I understand maybe you've tried something similar, but maybe there were other, you know, uh, stakeholder at the time or there were other dynamics back then that made it that some of similar things. So you also have to work that out in, in your own yeah. Yeah. management. The old flavor of the month problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's tough especially people who've been around a long time. They've seen it several times, and uh, if it doesn't stick yeah, after a while, it's just, yeah, whatever. Um. Yeah, or they, they'll give you some, um, you know, uh, um, they'll, they'll play the game, but at the end of the day, maybe they won't be as engaged. But again, if you do this right, I stated, I mean, we've seen that in, our, in some of our even more experienced factory where many of our workers were more experienced like older factories that we've uh, transformed and the engagement of these employees as as raised increase we do a um, measure on an annual basis the engagement level of our employees and after a digital transformation we've seen an improvement which was or originally not what we we were a bit concerned obviously but now we've seen it the employee got better engaged at the end of the transformation they have a better environment to work with uh, it's more efficient. I mean, if they care, there's if they, you know, conscious about the planet, it's more sustainable. So there's a lot of benefit and they're proud, you know, to work. And and what they see, what I've seen as well, because I visited some of these factories, they're really proud to show their factory. I mean, they're really proud of what they've achieved. And we we they're the best, you know, advocacy for these transformation. I've you know, you visit these factories and people that were involved, they're, they're really, and you could feel it, they're proud. They're really uh -huh. proud of what they've achieved and they, they you know, they, you don't, you let them host and, and they're the best host we have. <laughs> yeah, that, and that, that's got to be an indicator you've gotten to the other side of this thing and, and you can really move forward when you have that, that kind of pride. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Talk about training. You know, training is one of those things where, all right, I send you to a class, you get a certificate, and then you come back to work and just forget all about that and go back to business as usual. Uh, training uh, in, in this environment, an ongoing thing, uh, reinforcement, how, is, how does that fit into the picture? I mean, it has to be, again, uh, tailored to, and, and, and on the right time uh, for, for the people, like, depending on the application. You know, once you've set your priorities for your digital transformation and the area where you want to start, because if you give 
generic training to a broad group of people, to your point, maybe it's going to get you go back to your work, you don't apply it, you get lost. So I think it needs to be meaningful. It has to be tailored or at least on the right time of, okay, we're trying to improve, you know, maintenance or, um, you know, given areas of, of our digital transformation. And then that's that's when you have to identify the, the user, the people impacted, and then there, you know, you need to build a plan for, for that group of people and not going like one size fits all uh, training across and, and, and do it at the beginning, but then maybe they're, you know, three months, you know, there's a big amount of time uh, and then the, by the time they implement, they don't understand, you know, what's the what's right. the what's the values. So, and I think this is true for training in general. Um, so, uh, digital transformation or or other kind of training. But what has been your experience with repurposing people? And because uh, a lot of a lot of this technology is designed to eliminate these redundant jobs, automate. Uh, get some of these things out and, and if handled right, uh, then take people's talent and use them somewhere where they can move the company forward rather than sitting there putting a bolt in every three seconds. Uh, what, what has been your experience as, as this has gone along with moving people to other jobs, uh, getting more of, out of their talent? I mean, it has to be, I think, our experience um, is, is to be kind of a, a bit of what is that transformation going to do? Look at it on its whole. And otherwise, if you only look at a given talent, maybe you're not going to see the, the total picture of where else and how. And, and, you know, look at the impact of your, your workers at the beginning and at the end and then look at it. And then we, you know, we, to your point, repurpose some of the talent in, in uh, you know, depending of, of their background, know-how and, and um, in, into a, a new role or, or sometime a role that is annexed to the role they were doing before, but that could have a better contribution. So. Does uh, does the word automation still scare people in in terms of you come you're going to take my job away or, or is that mindset changing and seeing the value? Again, it it, it you have to approach the people <laughs> the right way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. And I've been in automation all my life, so automation never never scared me. Uh, but. Um, I mean, in general, even my experience before, I think people in general, they see automation as something that will help do their job better. Uh, and but again, you have to make sure you approach them. If they have this this fear, then that you overcome the fear. But um, in general, I think I what I've seen is people see automation that's going to help me do my job better. Um, there could be some cases where they're worried and then you have to address it. But, so basically, this could be a two-minute conversation uh, around the two words, uh, culture and communication. Uh, it, really, it really comes down to that. If you do that part right, do it consistently, don't let up, and do it at all levels, it, you, you put yourself in the best position to succeed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is, this is part change management is, is all about these two elements, yeah, culture and, and communication and engagement from senior management, you know. So it's not something you're trying to push down, but it's something you, you, you're trying to, uh, you, you believe in it as well. As Schneider has worked through uh, in their plants, are there still some areas where you, you battle to, 
to make progress, uh, some things you've learned that, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure share with your customers so they don't make the same mistakes, but are there areas that just always seem to crop up um, in terms of, of implementing Industry 4.0 technology and, and, and keeping it moving forward? I mean, I, overall, I think it's been quite positive. I, I cannot mention, I mean, I'm trying to uh, think about something where obviously, you know, this, this culture team is, is something you have to start all over again in, in every place we implement where maybe, you know, the technology we know it's proven, it's a process we will apply, but how we deal with the, you know, people in a given site is something you feel you have to, to, to reinforce all the time. And even if, if, the solution is proven, you've done it multiple times, you cannot, you know, forget that you need to engage the people. And sometimes that could be a tendency to say, hey, oh, it's easy, we've done it 20 times, it's the 21 times, and you're going to say, hey, believe me, it works. But if you don't get the people involved, then it's not going to work. So that's also maybe a lessons learned that we have to be careful. Yeah. Because you want to go fast and, and hey, we'll do it again. But... <laughs> The different side, different area, different concern, different history of the people, even though it, maybe it, it's the same process. So. Yeah. Hard work on that end, the people end. Hard work to yeah. be successful. Yeah. 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 And a lot of our, our uh, digital transformation, we, you know, we give all the tools to the, our site leader. You know, we gave them, we gave them a, a central team to, to, to support them, to give them the tool, but we let them manage locally at their site. The implementation and and I need to say I've again same way when I go around and I get presentation from the site manager or the of our various factories they're really proud so they oh we're gonna get there this is the next step this is where we are in our transformation so because yeah. they own they own that process they have a central team that we shared across that have all the tools and they know where you know common practice tools you know, even expert that can help them implement these transformation. But at the end of the day, they own, they own the, the process. So. Yeah. All right, Natalie, thank you so much. Uh, important part of this whole process is the people. And uh, thanks for giving us some insight here and uh, taking time to, to share your experiences. My pleasure. I mean, always, you know, this is always an aspect I and, and you know, I'm passionate about. So. Yes. All right, thanks, and thanks to everyone for listening.